0: Welcome to the 43rd meeting of Junto Club. On this episode, we're talking about how energy is the finite resource we need to use wisely. We discuss how the world is becoming increasingly chaotic as there's claims of sentient AI, another crypto bust, the recent Supreme Court decisions, trash cans reaching a new level of dirty, and an opportunity for near instantaneous delivery. We sort through the good, bad, frustrating, and smutty. For any questions, comments, or if you'd like to rant on something important to you, email JuntoClubPodcast at gmail dot com. This is Junto Club.
1: Junto
2: Club. Welcome to the 43rd meeting of the Junto Club on June 26. Uh, we kind of modeled this after Benjamin Franklin, who organized a group of friends, which she called the Junto Club, uh, to do mutual improvement, where they discussed business, science, philosophy, politics, and such. So we decided to try to do something at least a little similar, come together, talk about topics that are at least somewhat educational learn things and share them with each other to sort of you know better our understanding of ourselves and the world also just to screw around some hit or miss some days uh this week we're just going to have some random topics about stuff that's going on no specific main overarching thing but as we always do we're going to start with a quote that shu brought us today
3: all right (laughs) i think this quote i think i might have talked about it before but i think it's worth to bring up again as a main quote to discuss so the quote of today is uh, the most precious resource we have is not time but energy end quote by Jing low i think mm-hmm.
1: uh-huh.
3: have we discussed this before you think
2: i don't
3: i don't okay. remember okay. it That's but good. now That's... we've
2: been doing this for a long time
0: so it could have just been wiped <laughs> from my brain yeah, this, uh, I feel like we went Benjamin Franklin so consistently in the beginning, I feel like I would remember this. But it's mm. possible this came up just on a like not as a quote of the day, but in a different context.
1: But... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: No, but I actually really like it because I totally I would I would say I really agree with it because I don't know, I guess the obvious thing that jumps out is people often are like, I don't have time to work out. And sometimes I'll think that too, be like, Oh, I don't have time to work out. But If I'm being honest, you could fit like 30, 40 minutes, like in somewhere in a day. But if you've been like really busy running around chores, doing work, dealing with other things that are stressful, it's more so you're just like exhausted and just need like to lay down for like a little bit, right? Chill out. Mm -hmm. So I think it's right that most people, even productive people, you know, who aren't like snorting cocaine, right? will still like take breaks, you know, relax for a few hours a day because you need to. And it's like at least and then you have the weekends and stuff like if you had more energy you could actually use a lot more of your time not just basically recovering but not that you should try to do that because it's like a healthy balanced person you need that time to relax and recover that's just a fact of life but anyway this is why uh you know the financial sector and wall street they get the white powder right to keep them going
3: (laughs) exactly
0: any thoughts mike I, no, I basically agree with Matt. I mean, like, it, like I've heard different people say, like, if something's important to you, you'll like you'll essentially make time for it, right? Like, so mm-hmm. it's I mean, that's basically the idea is that there's you can squeeze in, you know, ten, fifteen minutes here and there, or you know, half an hour a day or whatever. And I mean, if we want to look at like the what's the definition of energy in physics, Matt? Energy equals power times time, or something. I think you're trying to think of
2: work force times oh. distance. Well, energy, uh, that's actually a weird question. Um, energy is right? I mean, energy, I'm thinking of this, probably overcomplicating it, but like energy is hard to define specifically in physics because energy is a state of a system. It's not like a thing that exists specifically somewhere
0: but even this is not relevant just say what you're gonna say okay forget it yeah no it's not relevant i was just trying to ground it in like a literal like math
3: thing well literal energy something is energy allow you to do stuff that's basically what energy is right what do you mm -hmm. think mike Mike, right allow you to do stuff now how do you do that is you know and how you're able to do it, it depends on how much energy you have right right and but i mean so, net, the point is that the time—if you don't, even though you have plenty of time—if you don't have energy, you know, you not... you will not be able to use that time productively, right? Or uh, to do anything, anything you want, right? But I mean, you—you you were talking about work uh, mostly, taking a rest. But how, how, did you, how? I didn't get how. Were you, what's your point of relating to energy, though, Matt?
2: I'm well. I'm thinking of energy in the. I mean based on this quote right I'm thinking of it in the sense we say for humans right so we're not literally talking about like calories that you consume um it's not like people most people these days have trouble getting enough calories yeah um it's it's about like more like a mental thing where like you know do you have the mental energy to make yourself do something that's maybe not just like fun or a short-term reward but to like work towards something that's productive or some goal or hobby right
3: yeah 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 that's right i mean as i i think i mentioned before this nice night you know nice night a lot of people try to work and then and then to retire and then do nothing the when they're old right after they do tired, but you know they realize you know, they have all the time but they don't have the energy to do stuff anymore cool.
2: Well, they say when you're young, you don't have money. When you're like middle <laughs> age, you don't have time, and when you're old, you don't have energy.
3: Exactly. Those are the trade-offs. Yeah, and, I, and when you're young, you still have the time to enjoy, like, the surfing or any other activity that you might want to do. But when you get, oh, you know, you don't have the energy, physical, mentally, to do those things anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So yeah. So yeah. I think this is a good quote. Maybe not. I don't know if it like changes how you'll live your life, right? But i think it's like no
3: you, know, you could now for example something. you you walk. you're talking about working out earlier right oh you're too busy you don't have time to work out but i think a lot of people don't realize that you know no working out actually give you more energy right so that's true for us you see yeah if you got lazy you say, oh you're too busy you don't have a you know you don't yeah so that's right so there's a couple of things you can do to you know sleep more right sleep better <laughs> right to give you more energy to like like sometimes you know, we tend to uh work and then oh let's finish this work and then and then it's it's late already and you go to sleep, you only like wake up again, like you only have like four hours sleep or something when you go and when you when you when you wake up you you know, you don't have enough energy to to do the good work on the next day, right? Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Wow. Something related to productivity too. I think if you have more energy you'll be more productive and then you, you actually save you actually save time, right?
0: I mean, I think, so I agree with you, like, for me, working out definitely gives me more energy, but I would say, like, what Matt was talking, or what, I guess what was brought up earlier, like, with respect to, like, there are different things that are going to energize different people, so, like, I mean, Uh I think, like, you know, I mean, let's, again, keep this more in like the metacognitive definition of energy, where it's like something that's like gonna spur you, like spur you to like, want to do more, like, you know, so this is talking about like having energy to do things that make you feel good. It's like, if you're a person who has not worked out, like working out is gonna suck and probably leave you pretty tired at like the end of the workout, at least for like the months it takes you to get into it. Mm-hmm. like whereas like for someone who it's like we're working out as part of their routine it's going to be like an energizing thing like you're going to feel good coming out of it and like able to do more whereas like i guess for like for example for me like like i'm not like a gamer or something so it's like if i take time to like you know like, i mean for some people it literally maybe energizing and like good use of energy to like play an intense like online player video game or something Whereas for me, I'm just like I'm bored, and now I don't have energy. So,
1: mm.
0: like, so I think the like you know the like having energy and like using energy productively is like defined differently for different people, and what energizes people is going to be different for different people.
3: Of course, of course. I'm so. just yeah. I guess uh, one, one more thing is about the time and energy. I think a lot of people, and it's uh, I think it's a good reminder, right? Even though it's about to measure, I like, you can you can track it every day right it's a good metric to measure energy like every day instead of like tracking like oh how much free time i have right or, or rest time i have is maybe it's a good way to measure like uh, how much energy you have right it's, it's meant to determine if it's a good day so you can you know change or improve it somehow figure out how to increase your energy i guess even with i guess hanging out with people too right you know you have friends and stuff like that. If they, Drain your energy is probably not a good <laughs> thing to do every day, right? And then maybe design and, and then, you know, maybe find friends and actually give you more energy instead of drain your energy, right? It's just mm-hmm. uh, so kind of, I think a very easy thing to track, to to track every day. Like easy thing to track. And then instead of some others, you could use other metric to track other things like all your productivity or your, I don't know how much you sleep and stuff like that. Instead of not tracking how much you sleep, you know, it's better just track one thing, which is how much energy you have. Mm. Uh-huh.
2: You know, kind of building on something you both said, it reminded me of what I've heard is like, people often think introverts, they say introverts don't like social stuff, but I've heard it said, well, what it really is like introverts just uh, feel drained doing mm. social stuff. So they might enjoy it, but like, even if they enjoy being around friends, they'll feel like tired while extroverts, if they're around friends for a few hours and like done, they'll be like more energized afterwards and like more hyped up, I guess. Mm. So I've heard that as the, you know, real difference between introverts <laughs> and extroverts. I don't know.
1: That's yeah. But okay.
2: related also, hold on. Let's go back one step though, Mike, what was this energy equation you were talking about?
0: I think I was thinking of like electric energy. So it's like power times time is the amount of like electric energy oh. in Jules. So, Okay.
2: I mean, you also got, like, 1 half mv squared, right? Mm. Like, for kinetic energy. So, like, it all depends. But I, I'm going to tell Wait, you Wait,
3: energy, The ultimate energy is not e equal mc squared?
2: Well, that too, right? <laughs> so, so, there's just a slight distraction because this is kind of an interesting thing, right? Like, I heard, I had a professor tell me this analogy once in undergrad. He's like, if you look at a painting, right? He's like, you can't point to where the beauty is, right? And if you, like, zoom in, like, really close, there's not, like, beauty here that you can point to, Right? the beauty of the painting standing off from the subjective part for the moment is like the whole, how the whole thing like goes together. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how I described energy. I mean, we can write equations that say, well, in this situation, this is like, we call it energy, but energy isn't like a thing, like a physical thing. It's like a state of a system. Right. Cause like mm-hmm. you keep lifting, you know, you say you define potential energy as zero because something's on like the ground level. Right. But then, if you put it over a hole, now they're you know, like now we say, oh, it does have potential energy, right? And I guess you could say, well, everything on the surface just has that potential energy anyway. But anyway, that's the point. I whatever,
0: random <laughs> off topic. <effect.
3: laughs> <Are> you <laughs> saying a uh, but? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say another random tangent that I want to make, like literally thirty seconds, is I would say to that professor, I can train a convolutional neural network and learn weights that indicate what beauty is in a painting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well,
3: that's that's one that's one of the stuff we talked about last time. That Dolly, you know, a uh, Dolly, you know, the, a, a Dolly two, the AI oh, yeah, is the to create paintings just by inputting your description. Mm-hmm. and then and it, also it
0: knows what beautiful is you
3: can so use are fully... you
2: saying the eigenangels uh are just like the definition of what's a beautiful human face is?
0: <laughs> that's right yes
2: <laughs> all right are we going to explain what eigenangels are for like the sure. one viewer <laughs> i don't think we do i think no. we just move on
3: no. actually i'm curious i i can i can what eigenangels didn't you take um
2: dad sterner's class in georgia tech i yeah, did but he i don't know what in in he was
3: talking about it
0: she wasn't in our class yeah, yeah yeah i i'm almost oh you weren't in my class maybe then matt she was in my class because i was in your
2: class mike shu you were in our class i think oh. i think so now yeah he was bad. he was
0: he, with ryan Kerwin. yeah he was part you were partnered with ryan Kerwin. you did this yeah. they did the scrabble thing that i don't yeah know. which oh, i didn't okay.
3: do i didn't do anything work i think <laughs> Right. you know yeah i think yeah. i was uh i wasn't really that paying attention to class on that so yeah. to
2: give to give the super short version basically um basically they took a bunch of pictures of human faces and like decomposed it into the primary components mm-hmm. so like this is like a you know so like the first few um well, that part's not important. Basically, I think the real part was like if you average up the primary components of like what makes human faces like pictures, if they're like decomposed, it like makes a beautiful picture of a person. So that was referred to as eigenangels. But it's really just averaging a lot of stuff. Basically, it's kind of like averaging a lot of faces if done right makes an attractive face.
3: Well, I do hear about something called a golden ratio, right? You heard on that before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's the what's a number like? what's a what's a great number for it and i fee of five right anyway yeah. either way in the golden ratio and like, i you look at a beautiful face right usually there's a golden ratio of the i think the the ratio between the maybe the eyes and the nose and stuff like that mm. right and then they found i think i actually learned this in psychology in high school i mean, think the, the teacher was like oh you know that's why uh tom cruise is one of the like considering the <laughs> Well, wow, has a very good golden ratio of face. Okay. <laughs> right. So and that's why he's uh I guess uh very good looking, I guess, right?
2: I
0: mean so. she thinks Tom Cruise is very good looking. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Yeah, no. I mean they're, you they're, think I, so? I don't remember who was listed, but yeah, basically there I remember an article I saw that ba- I basically looked at the faces of like tons and tons of celebrity and like who was closest to the golden ratio like Mm -hmm. of all these different celebrities and i will say it did not necessarily hold like it didn't like it didn't like the people who were closest weren't necessarily like the best looking but Mm. so it's sort of a a little bit of a fallacy but i assume it factors like symmetry in some respects i'm sure factors in so
3: Mm, gotcha yeah
0: all right,
2: let's let's end our tangents and get to the important stuff. All the right. random topics we have to cover. First on the list, did y'all hear about the Google employee who was like, "We made a sentient AI"?
3: Yes, Linda, right?
2: Yeah. Oh,
3: I didn't okay. hear about
2: it,
0: Mike. I didn't hear about this at all.
3: Well, so. basically,
2: he was. Um, I think he was like some engineer who turned, got put into like an AI ethics position, and he was like, "It's like a chat bot, essentially, like a very advanced one." Um, you know, you just, like, type to it and it types back, but he eventually, essentially, he, like, released some of his logs where he's, like, asking it if it's sentient, you know, and it says it is. And then, yeah. And he also got fired over it. I think it. suspended. Well, yeah, I guess suspended, but, like, he released them publicly and was, like, we need to protect its life and stuff. It's... I mean, I've I've now, like, read through them. At least some of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you just look, like, at one or two questions he asked, you're like, Oh, that is pretty like crazy. But like, if you, once you start looking a bit more there, you see more and more stuff that like, doesn't exactly make sense. And you kind of realize a lot of his questions are like asked in a way that it's like, you know, it's not open-ended, but it's like, are you X, Y, Z? And then it's like, yes, I'm X, Y, Z. And then talks about it a little bit. Right. So it's sort of like leading questions that make it, I feel like, uh, you know, right. Kind of help gets it there. And, like, it was trained on human text, right? I don't know the details about what, but, like, we have tons of sci-fi stories of, like, you know, sentient yeah. AI, so, like, it could easily be trained on, like, literal text examples of this. And mm-hmm. there's, like, other stuff where it talks about it having a, like, it enjoys spending time with friends and family, right? But it doesn't have a family, obviously, even if you could say, well, maybe it thinks it has friends, right? So, like, mm-hmm. it does, either it doesn't understand what family is or it's just repeating things. It's, like, read people, write, right, right? either way Mm. it's like is that you know real it's not like understanding it there's something else like oh yeah it said it like likes to sit quietly to meditate to like feel better or something like that it's like well obviously like you know this doesn't make sense physical
0: embodiment
2: yeah so it's like is when you see things like that it starts to really kind of like break the illusion of like is this just you know very good job doing a very good job of taking what people have written and like reinterpreting it and spitting it back out without like you know the understanding of that we you know would think of making something sentient or a general AI,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I mean i I feel like with chatbots, like if you give them enough structure, like like enough structure and like how you ask and the text they learn from and their responses, like lining up well, like you can give get something pretty convincing. But I mean, so it's like we don't know if his code is basically like like, how much code is, like, detailing, like, this is how you respond, and this is, the, like, this will be your input. Like, it can be pretty exhaustive. Like, we don't
2: know. Isn't it a giant neural net? I didn't actually look, but I just yeah, assumed I, it would be. Probably.
3: <laughs> it's just some well, deep no, learning stuff. Well,
0: no, I'm sure it's, like, a generative, like, neural network or something. But, I mean, like, you can still, like, specify, like... Like depending on how you train it, right? I mean, it could basically know to put out like you know, like so, like some type of structure,
1: like mm. like. But who's or,
3: a? But who's this person though? The employee. Like, why does he? Why does he think he's sainting?
2: Because he was some guy whose job involved talking to it, and he asked, and apparently he asked it and was convinced. What's either. his
3: background? Was he religious? oh no. Does he I have think a religious background? Was, actually? Uh, was yeah. he religious? I think I did read that. Uh... Mm. So I think uh, people like that is probably predisposed to even though you was he a nice software engineer? Or just an uh, ethicist? Okay.
2: I think he was originally
3: an engineer. Mm. Uh... I feel like if, yeah, if you're an engineer sometimes uh, it's really hard to if you know like, how it was trained, you know, it's just a neural network and then sentient, yeah. Well,
0: I mean, are we just physically embodied neural networks show? I mean So but uh Are we? <laughs> probably, but um but I don't know. Good point. I mean it's interesting that he uh yeah, I mean it is interest like I feel like for him to be like this is sentient, like I don't know. Like, is that like maybe like looking for like, like, is he looking for press? Like, is he thinking like, oh, this is maybe an opportunity like for me to like make a name for myself or what
3: does sentient mean anyway? Like, conscious, like, it's really a big, I mean,
0: well, that's yeah, that's that's a a
3: philosopher question itself, right? It's It's not really well defined. What does sentient actually mean?
0: No, in robot ethics like our robots in society like the class the undergrad class i had a ta like that was one of the questions like when like when do robots actually get to a point where they like deserve recognition like you know so he's saying protect this ai's life like when do we actually say like ai deserves protection like yeah you know when do we not get that when can we not shut it off right yeah because that's like killing it
3: yeah, and I think that's what Nishka's point is—that uh, it's sentient, so we should protect it. You should have rights and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, did he go have... to judge to have any chance? Yeah, that's
1: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> I do feel like he's asking the question too early, but I guess he could literally type to the type to the uh, chat bot. Do you want to be shut off?
3: And... Oh, he did say that. He, I think he said. Oh, I mean, okay. I think one he's like, uh, like, what are you most most afraid of? I think uh, the AI is like, oh, I, I'm most afraid of being shot up stuff like that, I think. Oh, maybe, I think maybe death, die or something, right? Or dying, mm. stuff like that.
1: Yeah. All right, well, that's it's
0: convincing stuff.
3: Well, it's not convincing right now because uh, apparently, I mean, there's a lot of things worse than death, so... <laughs> <laughs> this ai definitely is not sentient he <laughs>
0: would have been convinced if the if the chatbot had come back and said public speaking
3: <laughs> exactly that will make a sentence all right i think i think they should put this ai onto the chess the can in sweden you know mm.
2: Mm. oh hold you on know what we talk about? well i saw your link why don't you explain that story that
3: <laughs> so yeah in the trash can there's a trash can in sweden Basically, is like talks like talks dirty and like, i flirt flirt talks dirty to people when people put trash into the trash can nice mm. like, So when when you like put trash into the trash can you say oh something like oh right there <laughs> Stuff like that, and then like, oh, do it again. And say, of course, say it in a very female, sexy voice, right? Uh-huh. So, I, which I cannot, uh kind of cannot do. So, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, you should just watch the video. You say they, uh, like, does yeah. it
2: encourage people to throw their trash away?
3: Yeah, did did you watch the video? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He just said, "Oh, is that yeah?" Just like very sexy voice, like uh, flirting voice, like yeah. So basically, so nature just combine the Google AI with this trash can, you know? That'd be good,
0: I guess. Uh, positive reinforcement works, but yeah, I mean, actually, it would be smart to combine it with something because I feel like if it has like, if the trash can is like five different things, it says. Mm-hmm. then like people will just get bored with it. Like, you know, it's like it like it won't keep people doing it, I feel like. But if the trash can actually were to like be maybe a little bit more like creative and like uh individualize and personalize like what it says to you, that might make people more interested in like yeah. using it. I
3: it's- I don't think they did- yeah, go ahead, Matt.
2: I was going to say, just let it have conversations with people. Maybe the first, you know, sentient AI will be a trash can. Yeah, and exactly. I'll be like, why did you make me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: so.
3: Nice. Yeah. So now you would become sentient and try to kill people because people generate too much trash. Yeah, that's no, it would like getting trash, right? I assume yeah. it'd
2: enjoy. It wants to consume trash. That's like food. True. Control. True, true. But
0: that's its driving force. Like right. it's a fundamental piece of code is like all you want is trash. And it <laughs> encourages people to like just consume to the point of destroying the world because all it wants is trash. <laughs>
3: hmm.
0: Yes. That's
2: the <laughs> obvious and you know, result of all this.
3: No, no, and end you finally determine a oh, human isn't ultimately trash. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh man, y'all should <laughs> write a book, a sci-fi novel here. Yeah. No, All right. I, I like that. I like <laughs>
0: the. I, I mean, I don't really like like the dirty talk, you know, aspect of it. It's like a uh, like okay, but like I do like well, the idea of like you know public things like sort of using AI to sort of creatively, you know, creatively. It, nudge people to do good things
1: yeah
3: yeah it, <laughs> we, should, this,
0: we should sorry you go shoot
3: i was just saying this trash can is not really using uh you know advanced yeah, ai yeah. it's just some sure. reactive and like, just have limited every time people do something you just randomly probably say something uh, like, i'm wrong, sure from the yeah. choices and in the goal actually you no, know, i think in the mayor or someone the people are saying that the project is that you know the goal is not it's to provoke conversation basically it's not really like to encourage people to throw away, just to encourage conversation, talk about uh, trash, throw trash into trash can and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An alternative AI
2: that could do that would be if we took like a Boston Dynamic Spot robot and put a taser on
0: it and had it tase people who litter. That is okay. true. So, so Matt's all for <laughs> negative reinforcement. <laughs> negative reinforcement. Sticks okay. work better than carrots, okay?
2: Maybe, oh, and that's, how, that's,
3: that's how Singapore is so clean
2: yeah that's right hey, can you <laughs> mm-hmm. All right oh mm-hmm. this so i didn't actually write this down but uh this reminded me of something i've been saying because this kind of topic of using robots to you know aggressively yes. against people there's now like there's starting to be more and more drone footage from ukraine but not like oh yeah not like the you know big flying drones that like the military has and missiles stuff right i mean they have some of those too right but i'm Mm -hmm. talking about consumer drones and they got like their camera that they fly it with pointed straight down and they just like rig up a grenade or something to it or Mm -hmm. like a mortar and then just fly it over stuff and then just like have it like this jank system just drop kind of like how the first pilots in world war one just sort of like chucked bombs out the side of the plane right like it wasn't like a really official system they just sort of like Hacked it together to say, well, we can fly over the enemies now so we can just drop something on them. Mm-hmm. So now there's like these videos i'm just dropping stuff from like, you know, vehicles, boats, just people doing stuff. And I'm like, imagine that. Like, y- you could be just doing anything. And then just this tiny drone, like 500 feet in the air, just like drops a bomb on you. Like, holy shit.
3: And this, this one they're using in Ukraine, right? They destroy those tanks and that cost like probably like $10 million or something, right? Just by using drones. Well, I think a lot of those were like the like military level ones, right? Like, I don't think yeah, I think even in Ukraine they, they are not using they're using pretty cheap drones, right, to do that, right? They're not, hmm. not using advanced uh, like drones or something, right? Not like you know the, the big ones, right? The smaller ones are able just to you know, for example probably cost like less than a thousand dollars and able to destroy like Russian tanks that like cost like a, more than a million dollars, right?
2: Oh yeah, I guess the ones I was seeing are the stuff that's like it's literally like consumer hobby quadrotors and like like a single hand grenade it's not going to destroy a tank right yeah, but yeah. if you drop that on soldiers it right. can't kill them right so
3: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I yeah and why hers? and then they have been just using those drones to destroy tanks and stuff mm. like that so yeah, maybe, maybe maybe i could be wrong but yeah
2: it could be i guess if they but, uh, can just strap something bigger to it right then a hand grenade or something
3: yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah
2: but uh, you know it was only a matter of time before these like small cheap quadrotors started to be used for violence so
3: oh, you know, shit, we're now yeah. into
2: that world so
3: well mass shooting right <laughs>
2: i mean i didn't want to bring it up but yeah eventually there's going to be someone who's like well instead of bringing a gun they're just going to like fly a bomb on a quadrotor into something but right yeah that's going to be we're probably going to see that in our
3: lifetime so yeah definitely just some engineer gone crazy right you just have to see those right i mean the most dangerous people are the educated people <laughs> that come <gone> crazy, right? <laughs> like biologists, right? Yeah. Like, uh. bio, like I mean, I'm probably most afraid of those. Like, the, I, I'm not really afraid of like, those, uh, like, mass shooting or, you know, just uh, have a drone that, which, of course, going to cause mass destruction too, but not as me as, like, biologists or mm. chemi- chemists that come rogue, right? That create, oh, like, right. bio-weapons and stuff like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> which is very easy, right? I think we talked about before, too. Like, very easy to create, those, nice, especially with the DNA technology. So, anyway.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give two predictions. One, someone's going to use, like, a consumer drone to do some sort of, like, attack eventually. Yeah. Um, and then two... Eventually, people are going to start putting. I'm betting laser turrets, right? Like a big public things, like stadiums, are going to have laser turrets that just automatically blast any drones out of the sky, right? Because mm. like, how do you stop that? They're going to be like, we need some way to defend. Yeah. Turrets, lasers. You see anything flying low like that, it just melts it, mm. sends it flaming to the ground, which is not exactly safe either. But I don't know what
0: it, their other options would be, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean.
2: Hey, I mean,
1: either, there's a,
0: either that or just super high nets like around the edges of stadium
2: yeah well nets would be much harder to hit it right either way yeah. you have something falling and if it's above a crowded area this is like yeah. a problem but like yeah.
3: I don't it's know almost, what you can do it's probably that, some right? simple ideas simple uh, very simple solutions I think uh, like us I mean like engineers I think we think too much sometimes we just maybe come up with a too complex solution for some easy solutions <laughs> And anyway, a laser so, turret's a simple solution.
2: Okay. Straightforward, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Game yeah. and shoot. You're just shooting it down.
3: The classic okay. American way of dealing with a problem, <laughs> right? True, true. Well, and there's, a, and there's a company called Ezero. Now he's working on anti drone technology for nice defense and stuff like that. And um mm-hmm. you, know, you know, Palmer Noc- Lucky? I don't think so. He's the one that actually created Oculus.
2: Oh, okay. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, and then he. I think he got fired by Facebook or something because he donated some <laughs> about $9,000 to the Hillary Clinton campaign. Not anti-Hillary campaign or something. So I think, and there's a controversy on that time. So after that, he started a company called And that's doing uh, defense stuff, and, which is kind of interesting. I heard his talk, he's like, defense, a lot of people and I just not willing to work on it like for defense like, actually like mm-hmm. Google even Google employees right and they say oh we don't want to work on defense mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, investors they don't want to invest in defense technology either because uh, it just you know it's, just, it's very controversial I guess to work on for DOD and stuff like that so anyway and what's my point oh I guess my point like going back to the, you know when, when you were Brainstorming how to defend these drones, right? Uh, it just made me think about uh, uh, a a v- video I saw. Like, uh, you know, people try to develop an uh, autonomous uh, like mowers, right, for uh mowing a mowing a lawn. <laughs> I just saw one guy. I think uh, you you do a video on LinkedIn. He basically what he did is he put a he put a pole post, like big post, on the ground in the center of the. On the ground, basically. Oh, for like, hey, rope. Yeah, yeah. And then he just he just let the let the mower, uh, yeah, tie tie to the post uh, with the rope, right? And then just let the a uh, mower go by itself, and he basically the rope as a uh, rope, like, uh, as yeah. yeah, as he rotates, right? He actually, yeah. shortens. He actually holds hold, the whole long, right? Just single solution. He's still uh, robots, I guess. Wow. But then
1: this is. What
3: do you think?
2: Well, uh, I mean, you know, it does a circle, <laughs> which yeah, is exactly. something. And well, that's I all you need, the, right? How much no, do you need? I would want to pay more for the robot that gets the whole yard.
3: In a circle, is kind of almost my whole yard, right?
0: So, like, he would just need to do like the edges. I guess. like, you know, like the corners. Uh, assuming it's a square yard, I guess maybe his yard's yeah. a perfect circle.
3: Exactly. <laughs> you could just why, why? Why do you? Why do you? Why his, do you need his a
0: yard?
2: okay his house is in his yard right like like he doesn't have just a yard a circular piece of property somewhere with no building <laughs> in it i assume
1: or, or trees or maybe yeah. he
0: just like paved over like he he just paid like he's like okay i'm gonna put like a paved driveway that like perfectly makes my grassy yard a circle i mean even so if his house is in it you can't do it right you could, this right. doesn't work
2: in a region where there's a house or a tree or something like that unless you did it around the tree yeah
1: uh,
2: could use the tree instead of a post but
3: yeah anyway again talking about the uh, drum again like you know you using the mass shooting i guess then what's i guess my curious question is i think i heard a. Uh, Biden just signed a new gun bill or something. I was wondering what's in it. He signed something? I hadn't heard anything. Well, I thought, oh, maybe they just passed a bipartisan like, gun bill, right? No? Mm.
2: Huh? Uh, didn't yeah. hear anything about it? I think it was overwhelmed by Roe v. Wade stuff, I guess. <laughs> it was
3: yeah. just like a couple of days ago, like right before uh, Roe v. Wade got overturned. Well, let's get to, well, let's go to row v we wait then since you put it on there. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, hold on. First, first, I got. It. I want to do something. I I should make this. I think I'm going to make this like an every episode, like mini topic. Like we'll start with shoes quotes, and then I want to go on Matt's dumping on crypto <laughs> section because sure. today we're going to talk about Celsius, the crypto lending company that went insolvent like two weeks ago and had to mm-hmm. freeze all these people's money so do you know what Celsius issue yes i assume so but i guess you don't like no it tried to act like a bank so people could deposit their crypto into it Uh um you know so it would own the crypto technically but you'd have an account that like would give you access um and then they would lend the crypto out you know for you know with interest and then give some of that interest back to the people so like if you deposited your crypto in the bank you didn't just like have hope the crypto's value went up but like you got some sort of returns from the fact that you had holdings there uh and basically my understanding is it's just the classic bank run there was some concerns over uh you know well there are some promises about like outrageous interest rates that would be like guaranteed to investors and um something i don't know what triggered it but something sort of started to run off and start people start pulling out and the you know this company Celsius didn't have the liquidity to start, you know, giving everyone their money and they weren't able to. So they had to end up freezing people's accounts and being like, you can't withdraw your money. Mm-hmm. And now a bunch of people are like, are we very nervous about if they will ever get their money? You know, even if they do unfreeze things, right? Well, people just immediately then withdraw what they have and move on because, you know, their confidence in the institution is shattered, yeah. Right. I mean, on one hand, it's like a classic thing that's happened to, you know, traditional banks in the past too, right? But uh, yeah, it was a thing.
0: It's also like just literally trying to add like if we've learned anything from Shu's episodes on crypto, like the value of crypto is like decentralization, right? And like this is just literally a central institution that is mirroring. Wow. Well, um, yeah. a
2: lot of the crypto innovation and big players have just centralized large portions of you know the whole thing i mean what was it one of these game companies i think are like we're going to start our own blockchain for game things it's like but like if you're running i think one was going to only have like a like their own seven node network right so Mm -hmm. seven like computer systems they run each one and it's like if you're running the whole chain, like why do you even need it to be a blockchain, right? right. Like, just just, do, a centra- yeah, just right. do a centralized database, have a backup server too, right. and just like be on with it, right? right? Yeah, so it's weird. It's interesting watching how it, things evolve away from a lot of the, I think, original intentions of the blockchain.
3: So yeah, I think uh, regarding de- your point about de- de- decentralization, why is it? just seven nodes to the, to start, right? I think to create a blockchain, inherently you had to be centralized in the first, and, and you start, right? Like Satoshi, when he created Bitcoin, you know, it's probably just his computer running the Bitcoin chain, right? But as you, as you progressively decentralize it, more people get involved, community got involved, you became more decentralized. Now Bitcoin is completely decentralized and no one person control it, right? and and then then a lot of stuff I think even a lot of projects right now and everything like the game whatever you just destroy is probably doing the same thing like you in the beginning you have to kind of someone need to create it right so a team and then as you how they decentralize it in the future is a completely different story and going back to Celsius I guess uh, as I think I might point out already is like even though this is a critical company it actually is it's, it's basically a central a bank. Basically, it's a central entity. It does. It has nothing decentralized about it. And all it does is basically it takes take all the crypto that people put in there, and like so they can get yield, like get get like uh, interest, like sometimes claim like seventeen percent or like ten percent, right? And and of course, then, then this since central entity, he they just do like very risky stuff, right? Very just like bank back in the day in 2008, right? When they do all that mortgage, still be mortgage landings and stuff like that, right? So basically these sales did exactly the same thing. And I don't know what they do exactly, but basically that's what happens. And then they lost, uh, since, you know, the crypto and the price all gone down, right? So they, you know, they lost uh, a lot of money and stuff like that. So they have no liquidity to pay stuff, people back, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. So there's another um, one other more there's uh so many other projects that is actually going down right now which is good actually for the crypto community actually in general because uh it's, it's it's like back in the day in the internet like 2000 right like you know a lot of companies got started you know like hype on the hype and got failed right and then you know, in the end in the, the who survives are those the, the ones they're actually doing real stuff right yeah but mm-hmm. mm, they're bringing back that classic, you
2: know, boom and bust cycle, you know, exactly. old school capitalism.
3: Yeah, yeah. And in the end, we were, after the hype, you know, it was stable into something that is more useful, right? Just mm-hmm. like AI and like deep learning, right? You say like 2017, uh, 16, say, oh, you know, deep learning is in the future. It's going to enable like autonomous driving and stuff like that. And then, you know, there was the hype. And then now it's like, oh, uh, not really. But it's still doing something useful, right? Without it, yeah. So it's, a, it's still a better world without even uh with deep learning, even though not as you know as hype as we we thought it would be, right? So we uh-huh. may
0: not have sentient AI yet. <laughs> still- we may, <laughs>
3: yeah, true,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: But computers can now recognize cats and dogs very well. That's Pictures, true. so
1: <laughs> it's true. It's pretty All helpful. Right.
2: no there's uh, i mean there's useful stuff that deep learning has yeah like it yeah i mean there was a lot of hype but i feel like it has come out as a fairly productive tool right like it hasn't revolutionized our revolutionized our lives but you know how many snapchat filters wouldn't work without like deep learning for like i actually don't know if they use deep learning to do like the face tracking and stuff but
0: Yeah, yeah uh no i mean certainly they use like they probably for like auto encoders and decoders for like face swap and like those types of things. Yeah. That's a big so, deal. Yeah.
3: All right. Yeah. Any, any critos thing you want to shut down? Bring it on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we don't want to ruin it. Right. I can only, I only have to break one failed major crypto project an episode. Right.
3: Actually. There's so many, so many failed projects. There's one, that, there's one bigger one than this one is. Because uh, Celsius. Yeah, Celsius is actually is very centralized. It's like company, right? So nothing decentralization about it, right? Mm-hmm. And besides, whatever is crypto that got deposited, and another one before actually before Celsius, there's something called Terra and Luna. Basically, this was
2: that the one that had the uh, stable coin go yeah, below exactly. the dollar yeah, price. Yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah. hear about that. Yeah.
3: So actually, that is is a bigger one because he uh, actually. It was actually a blockchain. So, this guy, uh, he, I think he's something Kwan, he's Korean, South Korean. And mm-hmm. he basically created this called stablecoin, not US uh, stablecoin, basically packed against, they say $1 is $1, right? Stable point, right? One US dollar is one ter- uh, USD, like Terra or something like that. And, right? So, mm-hmm. so what happened is the, the way that he does the they they do the stable point coin like and one to one is not a lot of people because there's one version. One version you basically have one dollar and you have one dollar in your in your bank account somewhere, right? Right. Now like you, you basically have a accent that actually backs A hard accent that backs up the value of the stable coin. Like one dollar is you have a one dollar in your bank account basically, right? Like mm-hmm. but actually this uh this version of uh stable coin is called something called algorithm. Algorithmic, no, algorithmic, right? So basically, using some kind of algorithm to stabilize the coin, right? Basically, computer code say, hey, okay, this uh, try to you know, stable to have a one dollar value, right? So, so basically, it's, the 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 process is very complicated, using some kind of algorithm to. Create they like a stable coin
0: more coins or something to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. A, so uh, that's why they have a Luna and or Terra. Basically, the Terra and Luna and they have different values. Once once you increase one, the value of the other, you kinda of stabilize the try to the value of the other token try to make this uh, a stable coin one dollar, basically. Right. So gotcha, try to stabilize I it. Gotcha, so right, and right. so anyway, so nothing actually a lot of people invest in that a lot and people lost all the money in that right? so they actually a legit blockchain but it was uh, it was uh, not good <laughs> yeah no that's that was a good
2: reminder because I had you know heard about it a while ago when it was first crashing because like even when it dropped like five cents under a dollar people were like because it was one of the biggest stable coins because there's more yes. than one.
3: Oh yeah, Some yeah people
2: are like oh my god like you know the stable coins trading less than a dollar but now <laughs> I've looked and it's like it was like you know basically a dollar for months and then it's like this exponential decay towards zero price Mm -hmm. over a few weeks like it's done like a cent now
1: yeah he's dead uh, now
2: the coin that's supposed to be a dollar so like yeah that's that's like no recovery theoretically celsius could maybe become solvent again and if people were willing to like bring money back like they're Institution could like get going again.
3: Yeah. Like, yeah it
2: seems yeah. like Terra Luna is dead.
3: Yeah. Terra Luna <laughs> is dead. But yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Man, you invest a bunch of money in a stable coin <laughs> and then its price goes to nothing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, so actually, that's why South Korea and actually the government actually ban on these employees from traveling abroad, like abroad because uh, they want to, you know, they want to, you know, Still investigating, right? Like, so stuff like that. So mm-hmm. anyway, net, nets are not a big one.
2: Anyway, what I'll, I'll say one thing though, I totally agree with you, Shu. That as more of these crypto projects fail, things it's better. Like it's good. We're yeah, a, it's, good a the, it's good
3: for it's good for an assistant, right? It, all the scams, right? And the Ponzi scheme stuff like that, and then well, I mean, yeah, crypto does have a fair. Uh, like it's not really being productive right now. It's not really doing anything really really useful right not like world changing on anything besides just swapping coins around and then you know as a money basically right and there's other applications that i think people are doing working on which is good oh yeah so that's what i'm looking into right now try to see that what's the best use case right yeah people are still debating about it yeah i do think bitcoin
2: has some use but i think it's pretty limited that like and like most of the value is not from how useful it is but just from like the hype that came around oh yeah
3: no bitcoin blocking bitcoin is is gold originally just to be a currency so it had that's not only that's its only use case you cannot really use it for anything else mm-hmm. right but blockchain on the other way you can use it for something else yeah. which is something that i try to think about like what's it's basically the main thing Decentralization, right what what problem that like what use case like what in a world that does actually needs decentralization, that would be a key benefit to solve a big problem, right? Which I cannot really think of anything right now.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, we talked about this a little before, but I feel like the things I see most commonly are still like ticket sales and video games. But both of those, again, come down to a centralized thing, right? Like you have one game company server that, even if it's a single player game, you have to just let them, you know, your, Going to download the game from you. If it's a multiplayer game, people need to connect to the same server anyway. Right. Ticket sales. I mean, it goes back to like you know, one now, venue has to eventually get the tickets and verify them, right? Like, yeah. Why do you, just, you need? Why do
3: you centralization Why do you need decentralization for you, Right? You yeah, just need more security, basically, more authentication. But it's not like you necessarily couldn't do some of this stuff with blockchains. But yeah. it's like
2: it's just like doesn't this just make it harder to do what these things need anyway? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll see.
1: <laughs> With game, yeah, well, yeah.
0: Never, never mind. I was going to say something that I realized didn't make sense.
1: So, well, I mean, metaverse does
2: make sense. Yeah. Feel free to say it, Mike. Well, then we can no... make fun of you for it.
0: Yeah, no, because I was thinking, <laughs> like, I was trying to think about, like, I mean, the whole point of blockchain is like decentralized like keeping the same state like everyone is has the same state but Mm -hmm. like it's decentralized so i was trying to think about like if there was a way and like a purpose for games to have like like where players have like different like essentially like you could have like the same everyone's playing the same game but they're all in different states at different times like you know like Mm -hmm. if you could have like a decent experience for all players, but like, it's not a cohesive experience actually.
2: Mm-hmm. It would but. be very interesting. Cause I mean, like what happens when two people change a state in a way that's like in conflict. Right. And for like a cryptocurrency and it's mm-hmm. like a transaction just re- redoes it. But it's like, if you sp- imagine your decentralized blockchain MMORPG, does it say, well, I know you spent the last 15 minutes doing this, but someone else actually did it like one minute before you so Mm -hmm. it doesn't count (laughs) like well i'm sure they could resolve things like that but like it's it opens up a lot of complications right
0: yeah well that's why i was like it doesn't make sense because yes i I mean i guess the whole point of blockchain is to make sure the game stays like in a cohesive like single state or like you know but uh, as opposed to like i my idea was more just like totally different like can you make games where it's like essentially like you know, like, these players are all playing a game, but, like, in one person's universe, they shot the other person, and in the other person's universe, they shot the other person, and so, it's almost like they can, like, the statistics, you see it, like, they can both win or both lose. (laughs) That's a fork. You can't have a fork. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not a gamer, so I don't, I don't, I guess that would ruin it for people, if it's, like, You know, I, there isn't, it's not a zero sum game here.
2: Yeah. Mm. Funnily enough, what you described happens constantly because every game has the version on your computer, the other person's computer and the server, and they're all a little different. Right. Mm. Game companies, network people do a lot of smart stuff to try to figure out the best way to resolve that so that it seems instant and seamless. Mm -hmm. But Mm. everyone who's played a shooter has gone behind, ran behind a wall and then died afterwards. Right. Like right well on their screen you weren't behind the wall sorry
3: right mm, interesting and oh, that's a good point maybe blockchain might be able to first better way of keeping stake like that i don't know uh I, I mean, I, this I, is
2: something I, that needs to be happening at like super fast right like uh, it needs to be as fast as possible so that like it's to reduce how noticeable it is to our perceptions. so i don't mm-hmm. think I don't think blockchain's what's going to be like the fastest possible like resolutions, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, for gaming, for me, it's not about the game state, right? It's more about the the skins, the artifacts, the stuff you can buy in uh, in there, right? Now you can mm. transfer from one game to another. Hopefully, mm. like, like people talk about the metaverse and stuff like that. And that sounds pretty, you know. That sounds like makes sense to me. Instead of like keeping on a game in a blockchain, which doesn't make sense, right? It's just too much data where you can have, like, you know, buy a skin, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you do that anyway, like, you buy skins, right? So people actually, (laughs) there is a market for it, so. Yeah, Yeah. well,
2: the thing with that is, like, okay, so I guess it's about, like, the worth for the developer, because let's say you have, there's a big blockchain for video game items, and you bought a skin from World of Warcraft, right? So if you want to use it in another game, the developers, you would need to like give your account in this other game. We'll call it Fortnite too. Um, right. So you'll need to point them to your wallet and say, look, I have this NFT of a skin. Right. So Yeah. yeah, they could use that, but then they have to say, they have to decide what like NFTs, I assume is what these skins would be, what NFTs they recognize and like as valid and then put models into their game versions of it so you can actually use in their game. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, that's a lot of resources to just start making all that stuff. And where do they, like, if you bought the skin and wow, right. Are you paying Fortnite 2.0 to be able to use your skin you already bought Mm -hmm. or are they supposed to just work to do that, you know, do that work for free. And I mean, maybe some companies would want to, to try to like attract players, right. Be like, Oh, you can use your stuff, but it seems like the value to the company is a little, Like, I'm not sure if it, I'm not sure if they'd be able to, like, make it make sense from a money perspective, right? Because what games want to do is sell you their own stuff. They don't want you to, even if they made them, like, oh, we can agree to make versions that will work, where if you have this and that. It's basically if you have an item in this game, we'll say you have this equivalent item in our game.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's, he's... I, I, I'm just saying I can see it being like net a value and that people actually buy this stuff so you create NFT and then people can transfer it around maybe it's better but how to get there is a completely different story is it feasible you know I, like, do we I, really I, need it you know I mean do I don't play it, games no. so no yeah. I, I don't really buy any stuff anyway so Look, I don't really need it People it's solve like, a big problem not really <laughs> people do like a sense of
2: permanence right like permanent progression that they get to keep so like yeah. if you could make it set up like I could see it's be, see it being something people like if they're like you know it's my account you know that like you think of like some general game account that holds all this stuff but I don't
1: know yeah, yeah. well
0: digital speaking, ownership and privacy that's what I see blockchain useful for
2: is uh, blockchain literally puts all transactions on a public ledger so unless the second your uh, wallet is identified with you
0: Well, I guess that's what I mean. Like, as long as your wallet is anonymous, I mean, yeah. What's your?
3: What did you say, Mike? I missed what you say.
0: So I said, so I said, digital ownership and privacy are what I see. Like, you know, crypto, well, blockchain, and you know. But I mean, really, when I say privacy, I mean like privacy and trend, like buying stuff so that's uh, what I would be Yeah, yeah uh, Mice,
3: right Yeah, maze, right and there's no privacy in the blockchain because it's public Every, everybody can see it however that's a whole company that's some company that try to work on privacy Web3 well, privacy so you can you cannot see public ledger of stuff so it's kind of it's kind of I don't know it's kind of interesting because almost like the, the whole claim of blockchain is all visible everything is like public and then some people try to work on privacy so you cannot see everything as public which is kind of <laughs> counter to the original creation i guess right mm-hmm. but anyway uh speaking of like creating money from thin air have you talked about have you heard of the company called ether diamonds <laughs>
2: only when you're first of all what a professional transition that was that was amazing (laughs) i only heard about it because i read your link that you posted in our little junto club doc Mm -hmm. um interesting idea so why don't you explain it first
3: okay so ether diamond i think a e t h e r i think it's spelled ether uh ether diamonds basically basically they this company basically extracts carbons from like CO2 like in the air, right? And then collect them and go through some kind of process. I think they use some kind of reactor basically to collect, to make them, synthesize them into actually diamonds. Because, you know, diamond, what essentially what diamond is, just carbons, right? So they just collect these CO2s, you know, carbon dioxide, and then extract the carbons and then make it into a real diamond. Actually, They're selling di- actually diamonds right now, made just by capturing CO2 from the air. So literally diamonds from thin air or, you know, money from thin air, mm-hmm. right? So what do you think? <laughs> it's a cool gimmick. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. lab made gimmick.
2: Diamond, why is it a gimmick? Well, it's a gimmick. I guess maybe gimmick's a little negative. It's a cool yeah. idea. Lab-made diamonds have existed already, right? Like people have been making diamonds and like other similar things in labs. But there, so yes. I think... Their thing is like, well, we'll use CO2 in the air. So it's like carbon capture, right? Yeah. For our diamonds instead of just, I don't know. They actually
3: you know. made a planet cleaner. I think they also claim to use... Like, at it's from a company, they claim they claim that, you know, a lot of lab diamonds still use a lot of like, waste, like, water and stuff like that to basically still generate a lot of uh, basically, what do you call that? Uh, emissions. Environment, yeah, emissions. And they claim they 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 basically it's very clean process basically mm. so i mean yeah. i think yeah yeah and that's why i want to bring it out it's just just a cool i was like well i never heard of that and also you can just create nice stuff from air right yeah i, I mean uh alchemy you actually have to turn metal into another metal you know <laughs> uh-huh. but this actually just grab stuff on thin air so I was yeah. like, damn
2: no it's neat i mean i guess the way i think of it is because like the difference between their lab name diamonds and others are just like, they're trying to do it in a greener way. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is cool. Like that's good, but you know, it's neat. I mean, Would you buy one? Would I? Yeah, Yeah. probably. I I mean, I like lab made diamonds or jewels in general over the mine ones. Why pay more for a natural worse diamond? It doesn't make any sense to me, Mm. but you know, would I pay for the green ones? Eh, Probably if they're not much more expensive or like double the price i might just be like but
3: yeah probably a similar price well what, what, what do you think mike
0: Well, i'm just saying like what is the one diamond company that makes real diamonds like De bears or whatever yeah yeah okay i like i'm curious like about why lab made diamonds haven't made a bigger impact like in uh, i guess like in their business before this Mm -hmm. so i guess it's just advertising or something because like
2: i I, i'm sure perception is somewhat i have a like i had a high school friend who got married a little over a year ago and i remember chatting with him and his Mm -hmm. fiance at the time and she was like did not want like a lab made diamond or like a moissanite which is a very similar to diamond slightly different stone um that's also lab made like Mm -hmm. she wanted like the authentic diamond so some people want that still which yeah might be advertising, just calling it real, you know. Right.
3: But Yeah, which which makes sense, right? Uh, is a of people still, you know, think your may is like, you know, it's it's not real, right? It's it's, it's not meat, right? You leme meat, you know.
1: But no, but there's people are a gonna different... <laughs> have
3: hesitations of eating it, right? Yeah. So some I've... people. Sorry, you go, Mike.
0: Well, I was just gonna say, like lab-made meat, I don't think should be an argument if it tastes as good as, like, like if you could say, like, this steak and this steak are the like taste the same, and I'm not, or I'm not gonna tell you which is which, and you taste them, and they're like, oh, they taste the same. I can't tell. Like, then why wouldn't you eat the lab-made? Like, mm-hmm. it's sort of like with diamonds. Like, if it's like, here's a diamond, here's a diamond, I can't tell the difference. Like, well. You-
2: you might be able to tell the difference because natural diamonds have flaws usually. Uh-huh. And lab made diamonds are going to be almost perfect. So they're better. I would argue <laughs> yeah. they're literally better and cheaper. Um, but other people might argue, well, you know, if no you know, orphan didn't bleed in mines on the diamond, right. he's a really a sparkly, you know, right. teach if their own. Yeah, that's yeah, right. If it, there
0: isn't, if it isn't a blood diamond, he's
3: <laughs> so. the same thing about. The- debate about cryptocurrency and actual us dollar right you know is cryptocurrency not real money you know it's and the end result <laughs> that they, they can both buy stuff so that means they're real money right they're both fine and then crypto is better in a sense right <laughs> well to be fair you, there's not many places you can actually pay with
2: crypto directly you usually have to convert but
3: true but... true but... Anyway. There's a actually there's a burger place called I think you have you heard about 4 Bur- Eight Yacht Club Board Eight Yacht Club yeah, yeah 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 Actually some guy opened a Board Eight restaurant in I think in California somewhere and um, to only accept that like, cryptocurrency payments mm. How's for, that work? For, 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 the burger yeah like fifteen burger probably cost like fifteen or fourteen dollars
1: mm.
3: Right. Well however, fourteen dollars on one day, thirty dollars the next, five dollars. However, however they have suspended crypto payment uh
2: the board <laughs> the ate burger go- <laughs> shop suspended crypto
3: payments? Oh,
2: so when crypto crash they're like Jesus. No no I
3: think they suspended, I think they don't really accept it anymore or something like that. Something about it. Something I think a lot of people like a lot of customer actually going into buying a an burger and they don't want to use they want to use actual dollars. I think they, they just don't want you. They don't have cryptocurrency, so wow. either way, I think anyway. So it's like yeah, the only place that create to accept a payment don't accept it anymore. That's the point. <laughs> Something like that.
2: Anyway, we've talked about crypto. Enough. Months. We'll, we'll switch that to a slide What were you we talking about?
3: Well, let's not talk about another pie project.
2: Oh God, oh. look at <laughs> yeah. That's I- She was on a roll.
1: Uh.
3: Exactly. Are we done with diamonds or no? Yeah, fair yeah, enough. That's fun. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about another pipe dream project called Pipe Dream Labs. Have you guys heard about it? Uh,
0: well, from your link show. All <laughs> what right. do you think? I, I, I like it. I mean, I don't know how fa- like it. It may be a pipe dream, <laughs> but it. I like the idea. Like, guys, okay, so have
2: got to explain what it is. Okay? Yeah. Go ahead. Right. The... Basically think of like those tubes that pharmacists use to pipe things over to your car mm-hmm. except they're not going to use air they're just going to have like little wheels on them and motors so you can think of those very simple robots and it's going to go through a city to deliver stuff
3: exactly and yeah.
2: although apparently because i was looking at this i'm like are they really going to say they're going to put like a pipe into every person's house because i'm like that's a ridiculous amount of infrastructure but apparently they're going to have just like sort of like last mile stations, right? Kind of like Amazon lockers. Like we can put up some in a city and we don't have to pipe everywhere, but hopefully there's one that's not too far that you can like just walk to to get stuff or drop things off.
1: Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. I,
2: I mean, I could see it's tough because it's one of those infrastructure things where like once you have it, I agree it's probably would be really efficient and quick and very convenient, but it's it's not like buying a product. It's like setting up new infrastructure uh-huh. through a city and that's a lot right yeah
0: no it it is i mean it, i guess maybe though it's i mean i guess once again it's like a company interacting with the city but i, I feel like i don't know i do feel like like amazon could probably get it done if the startup like couldn't you know where it's like yeah like they have those amazon drop locations and it's like basically like they just run because uh, the idea was to have it on un- like essentially it underground right mm-hmm. so i mean i mean it's, it's not just, utility
3: night water pipes right
0: yeah so it's just sort of like i mean that's sort of the next stage of automation so amazon already has like robots springing you know, like these huge carts over that people pick from, you know, that people pick from that Amazon is working to like have a robot pick from to put it in a box. The box is sealed. The box could be pushed in, you know, the appropriate pipe that goes to, you know, drop location B. And, you know, so basically you could be like on your phone, like I'm going to go for a run. And it's like, you run, like at the beginning of your run, you're like, Oh, I'd like to, you know, Buy whatever, like I'd like to pick up a shirt, and like you could run a mile to drop location B. And by the time you get there, it's like they would have got the shirt in a box and sent it along the pipeline. So, yeah,
1: yeah, maybe.
0: (laughs) I don't know. It's the it's, (laughs) I mean, I could see that like that is a feasible like idea for the future, like look for the Mm -hmm. future.
3: No, I agree. It's kind of hyper, hyper loop for packages, basically.
1: Yeah.
2: Not vacuum tube. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I guess that never happens. So, <laughs> well, see.
2: that's that was obvious, right? Yeah. But we're not here to shit on the Hyperloop today. Yeah. So no, I don't know. Like, it's just maybe I'm biased because I've been living in New York City, right? So I see people dig shit up and how much like time and effort it takes them to do like one like twenty foot by twenty foot patch of something. Yeah. And I'm like, imagine putting even like. 20 miles of these pipes, which wouldn't get that much area in a city, right? Like very quickly, you just have that spread out. It's like, that would be an enormous amount of cost. Mm-hmm. But maybe when we're building new cities, maybe, you know, you know, that could be the future, right? They lay an extra pipe or two for delivery robots.
0: Yeah. That is a fair point. I mean, it is like anytime any even minimal construction happens in a city, it's a fucking nightmare. So, yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I mean, you do pipes all the time, so maybe it's not going to be. I think the idea is good, but what, how do, you... of course, how to get there is the hardest part, right? And yeah. then, and of course, the infrastructure cost, infrastructure cost is going to be very high in the beginning, initially, and then getting people adopted to another challenge too. So it's there's a multiple challenges. But I just the idea, I think that the idea is good.
2: <laughs> I, I, they do
3: have. They're yeah, going I was gonna say I could
2: still see. I guess, more traditional delivery robots from things that drive around to even like flying ones, be Mm -hmm. like winning out in the end as AI gets better. Mm Because what these pipe things really save a lot on like simplifying the AI process, right? Because it just has to drive in a pipe, maybe choose a few turns. So it's Mm -hmm. much more simpler, but eventually we'll have like that, you know, vision and software and nav. I mean, you can already kind of make a delivery robot, right? Maybe they're Mm -hmm. just not great, but like as those get better, I see that winning out over Digging up a large portion of a city, right?
1: Mm. I guess the
0: the pushback on that is like, okay, like we have autonomous cars, right? Like you know, autonomous cars are there in twenty years, right? It's like the thing that I like about these pipes is it limits congestion. Mm.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: like so, like the eight thousand Amazon trucks that are on the road delivering people stuff, like a lot of that can just go to pipes now.
2: Well, Mm -hmm. here's an important part. I didn't say delivery cars. I said delivery robots because all these cities should just ban cars in the first place. (laughs) That's That's right. You hate cars, yes. So imagine if we ban cars and then we turn all lanes into, you know, bike lanes and other things. We could have a little autonomous delivery robot lane, you know, or it could just share other lanes, but it'd be so much more efficient, so much more traffic we could get.
1: Mm. But
3: I guess uh, and. Just pipes, right? I think I think they the company actually they show a video of what you can just like in the future you could just pipe this stuff into your house basically.
1: Yeah.
3: Right. It's just like uh, you maybe have dedicated box there now you can just like whenever you order something you just zip it through your pipe and then just open it you have it you know mm-hmm. uh you know it's not utility right it's not water line going to your house right stuff like that mm-hmm. and I think the con- actually the company also mentioned that in case it fails right <laughs> actually they can people can reuse reuse in the pipes and they, and they actually already constructed right people you just use it like doing some uh, auto, utility company can take over you know it's not gonna be mm. a big waste basically, not like right? a waste yeah like yeah, it's yeah. basically
2: like new new places could just lay it out and be like this could be used for something yeah yeah so it's worth oh.
0: having that's which is true yeah. yeah i mean this company literally i mean i i guess is their business model sort of like they would create these pipes and like you know yeah. amazon and grocery stores and like like mm-hmm. a bunch of different businesses could essentially use these pipes like servers you know like yeah, where I, it's think like, so. yeah
3: I think so yeah i think so yeah you actually basically take over part of the delivery right now like, for example on like amazon you have a small package or something right you can just chip it through right and then so right now i think right now in the beginning what they do is they have uh, like different like, stations and different locations and some mm-hmm. people go and then drop package into the station. And then on the other end of station, there's another person. Imagine this is like across the city, like very far away, right? You don't want people to drive across town. All you need is zip it. And then the last mile, someone's going to, you know, maybe ride a bike. Or even just walk it and then pick up the package from the station and then, you know, send it to your house, right? So it's minimizing the travel, you know, it's like, for it's good for the environment as well, I guess. So
0: anyway yeah No, uh, it's, it's an interesting idea but yeah they there i guess like if you you're a company that specializes in building these types of tubes and you're really really good at it there's definitely a lot of businesses that would want to use you but it's just yeah. how good can you be at it and how horrible is it to actually build these tubes
3: yeah and ultimately exactly <laughs> yeah i also thought about you matt when i think about when i read like, how they do it right because uh, when they have inter when they expand this to a large scale they need to coordinate on these robots right zipping mm. through the zipping through the pipes right so it's where well your expertise right multi-robot coordination
2: <laughs> that's true all right and, well if they make it maybe i was gonna say when they make it big i'll go work for them but i should work for them beforehand <laughs> Exactly. Get that startup stock
3: ownership right now. Yeah, and they do have job openings right now. Like and I looking right. for people. Like... And <laughs> I'm gonna text my boss, tell him I quit right after this. <laughs> well, you can always apply and take a look, then see yeah. what's. You don't have to make the decision, right? You can, like just talk about it, and if they give you an offer, then you can decide, right? So... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I want to do. It I don't right think now, they but... are. there yet. I don't think they are. They're very early stage right now. So I don't even have. I'm not sure if they have any pipes on underground already. They might have, but yeah.
2: That's perfect. Maybe in like a year, I'll check them out, and see if it's okay. Yeah. Like, hey. But you know, yeah. yeah, interesting idea. We'll see. Yeah.
3: All I'm, right.
2: I'm not confident about it, but we'll see. Yeah. All and it right, just, there's
3: right. multiple challenges. One is like the infrastructure, as you say, no, the cost of lying line, uh, pipes underground. And also, and it's a regulatory, probably, right? regulation. You, you probably need to deal with government, right? So, a lot of you deal with the government,
0: it's a fucking nightmare.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. To delay that utility so. stuff, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Google's laid fiber, so it's not impossible, but...
1: Well, that's right, what I was saying.
0: Like, I feel like Amazon could get it done. But, like, oh. like I'd believe... If this were, like, an Amazon initiative, I'd be like, or Amazon were giving them financing or something, I'd be like, okay, maybe. But I feel mm-hmm. like you need to have that, like trillion dollar company type like hey we're buddy buddy with the government and can like push through everything pretty fast because hmm. otherwise it's going to take like decades like it's sort of like autonomous cars right like you know i mean there's like i feel like they're gonna be slower coming out than they actually could be in part because there's like a lot of legal questions and you know government level questions
2: yeah <laughs> so. it- it's funny what sucks for them is this was obviously be the best for like all large dense cities would be the best in terms of not having to lay out the most pipe Mm -hmm. you know to be effective but those are the places where it are, are already built up right like it's new developments that tend to be you know more dispersed that it'd be easier to construct yeah and if I, 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 there's always plans for people to like build a city from scratch like designed right to be like the perfect city if, if that ever happens they should try to incorporate this in
3: yeah government is fucked up now you know talking about government over-regulation i think it's time to talk about roe and v, v. way all well, this
2: case is an under-regulation i don't know or is it over-regulation by the states all right, well, real quick, just pulse check. Are are y'all happy or sad about the Roe v. Wade decision?
3: I mean, it doesn't affect me, right?
2: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, so, I mean, I mean,
3: personally, it doesn't well, affect me. Well, here, I me, can say, so do you think it's a good or bad thing? Tonight, well, what's the, not... tell, tell me what it is anyway. I still need to understand it.
2: Okay. So, long story short, Roe v. Wade was overturned. Um, This means it is now okay for states to ban abortion. Um, Roe v. Wade blocks states from doing that. And uh, essentially, I think already like 20 something states have, it's already banned now effectively with various details on like the limits, but um, like a bunch of states had what they called like trigger laws where they're like, if Roe v. Wade gets overturned, like we will ban abortion. Yeah. And like the, like it varies about how much they make exceptions for things like mother's health or rape mm. or things like that. So, uh, but like a lot of places, it's now more or less banned for abortion in the U.S. Abortion is banned more or less.
3: So, so in the decision I think a lot of people was. So why why did it get overturned? Or what's the reason I'm overturning it? ro
2: I mean, I'm not a, like a legal scholar by any means. <laughs> I okay, oh, the, go, go back the a little
3: argument, bit. So, Ro, th- Ro, Ro, Ro way in the beginning was like when you, in the 80s or something, it was to say you cannot – the state doesn't have the right to ban abortion. Is that what it
2: effectively did? I think it was something about the state doesn't have a right to like interfere in people's personal medical decisions. Like it was something uh, like, like that's like an element of privacy that the state has just like no place in enforcing. And it was applied towards abortions. Mm. Um and then yeah, so this what when this over this overturning, it doesn't ban abortion in the US, but it allows states to ban and there's a lot of states that now it just, already have a,
3: it basically giving the power back to the state decision. It's not a yes. federal government decision. So yes. that's why you say, Oh, it's under regulated. <laughs> yes. Uh. You
2: could see if there's either it's either under regulated by the federal government or over regulated by states. You could take it either way. Got gotcha. you. So anyway, so I think that's bad, both for moral and practical reasons. Um, I
0: just don't understand why, like, it's just so annoying to me in 2022 (laughs) that people fucking care. Like, it's just like, let abortions happen. It's, I mean, there's so much that people care about, like, that doesn't affect them at fucking all. And it's just like, leave it alone. Like, 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 why go back to it? It doesn't make, like, it was done. It was done. And now you could just look the other way. Well, you know,
2: I, you know, the one that I thought the ultimate done was, was like gay marriage, right? I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we legalize that. No right. one cares anymore. Almost. Right. And like, it's widely accepted. And now right. they're like, Clarence Thomas, the Supreme Court guy was like, maybe we need to revisit that one too. Cause it used similar logic. And I'm just like, uh like
0: really like that's what (laughs) like jesus no it's yeah well that that's i guess what because i had heard like or i've heard and i haven't looked into it too much but like that like roe v wade so you roe v wade was based on like states uh, not interfering in medical decisions specifically or just like the states can't like personal decisions
2: (laughs) that's more legal details than i
0: know okay Cause yeah, cause like I I think cause a lot of people keep saying like oh it goes deeper than just abortion and it's like like I'm for like you know I mean I think abortion should be very lax like I mean I think like I mean like I I mean basically a kid doesn't even have a sense of self till six months so it's like you know it's Mm -hmm. you know I mean. I'm debatable. pretty I'm pretty uh I'm pretty forward thinking on that but it's like um yeah but and you know I like gay marriage like all this stuff is just like decided you know it's just like let it let people do what they want like if especially like if it doesn't affect you just let them do what the fuck they want like I'm just sick of it
3: well i think they, they do affect people right
0: what do you mean? Are you making the argument that the child is a person?
3: Yeah, I mean, if the, the, the Republican, the conservative are making those documents, right? If a life is life, right? This is in conception, right? It's, it's kind of for who to decide that, you know, the life form has no right, right? If you consider all life has rights, right? Well, first, all
2: so I know you're making the devil's argument here. At least I hope. And that's okay. <laughs> you know, plain devil's advocate. But like, I would love to see the Venn diagram of pro-lifers and vegans, and how many really think all life is life, right? You know,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: or more practically, if you just want to be like, well, humans and animals are just whatever, right? Like, how many people would be like this brain-dead patient in a hospital? You can't pull the plug—that's murder, right?
3: Yeah, but I guess like I'm saying I do see why the Spring Core actually. I think I don't think that when they made the decision. To overturn Roe v. Wade, I I completely don't actually don't have a lot de, don't really have a big understanding. But I'm just saying say maybe they overturn it. Maybe they think they don't think it as abortion. They were more like more like state rights versus federal rights, right? Is that how they how they frame the decision or making the decision, right? Is, it, is that how they yeah. do it?
2: I think it was more about like what exactly the Fourteenth Amendment covered
3: yeah with. it's not it's not really i mean the debate for them i'm saying for the supreme court justice it's not really about the debate about abortion whether you have the right to abortion or not right mm-hmm. it's about i'm saying maybe for them is they know is i think also they are doing the thing that's really unpopular right now and sometimes when you do the most unpopular thing right they know that people can be really angry you know no you know and then so i think sometimes it takes some Courage, actually, for people to do some, to do what is unpopular in the moment, right? Uh, but devil. even though for a bigger picture, I think they are thinking about. Even though I think they are thinking about the bigger picture, right? As you say, I think Mike, you also say, that, okay, what is done is done. Uh, there's no, no there's no way to change it. But sometimes, if you think in the future, maybe in the sun laws that a past is a pretty call decision, a terrible decision that need to be overturned. I think Supreme Court actually made terrible decisions back in like maybe a hundred years. I think they Supreme Court even saying that it's good to i don't what do you call it eugenics or something like that right hmm. Supreme Court was for eugenics back in the day, right, so I think they kind of overturned it too, so I think sometimes it's good for a system to change their decisions right
0: okay, okay. well, I will agree with you on the point of like I guess where I think a lot of people's anger come from and like where I, when I say like, it's done move on. Like I'm just talking about abortion specifically. And as Matt said, yeah. like Roe versus Wade is like, you know, that overturning that does not make abortion. Like it does not ban abortion. It gives the States the opportunity to ban abortion. So yeah. I think where most of the anger is coming from is why the fuck is there so many States who are like, Oh, now that we're able to do it, we're going to do it immediately. Like, mm. you know, and like, or, or are you going to make it essentially bans, you know, with a few like you know nitpicky accept like uh, exceptions or like a nitpicky yeah, wrong with but like,
3: Texas already banned it like, a while ago, right?
0: Well, yeah I they know. they did like the heartbeat at eight weeks thing or yeah, something.
3: yeah I think even yeah. Georgia too right? So a lot of good company tried to pull out Georgia right.
2: So yeah. I want to push back though on you know she's talking about well they're maybe in, they're thinking about the wider scope, but like the wider scope seems worse, right? Like. Mm. The wider scope is like the right it's, it's related to your you know your privacy and able to do things like how much the fundamental question of how much the government can regulate what you do when it doesn't impact other people and uh you know in general i also lean mm-hmm. on the government should just stay out of people's fucking business uh, and mm-hmm. let them do the shit they want to do mm-hmm. uh you know gotcha. let doctors do what doctors think is like the right call right like it's just mm-hmm. I don't think that's a good precedent for the states to be able to just, we'll say, take away rights at mm-hmm. will. I mean, we have and this is like the old thing they teach in school, right? Like majority rule, but minority rights. In this mm-hmm. case, it's not even a minority right; it's the majority right. But um, you know, just because we're a democracy doesn't mean you can just vote and decide like some people don't have rights.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: yeah. or maybe at least I should correct that. That's how it should work. Mm -hmm. that's not how it works but
3: yeah yeah. I think yeah I think you got a good point anything that restricts people's I guess right is just not good right I mean it's overall good I
2: mean obviously you can't have a right to do anything but like when we restrict rights we need like a very clear I think you should have a clear case about like how is this beneficial and otherwise there's Mm -hmm. like major there's significant problems and harm coming from that right Mm -hmm. um it's quite the opposite restricting abortion is going to cause a bunch of harm so it's it's a double bad double down on the worst
0: yeah yeah like i say it's just like there's some things that it's just like we were there like you don't need to worry about it it's just over and move on and it's like and i and i mean i feel like there are things like i, I there are uh, there are many i feel like there are many examples of people just like like looking backward too much like and mm-hmm. it's like you know when it's like you have the opportunity to look forward and it won't influence your life at all and it's just like people still won't do it because they're fucking stupid some people just get mad at the world right don't
2: like how the world is. They want it to go back to their, you know, whatever was their particular golden era.
3: But in in some ways, I think the main thing is that we don't really understand the the and is personally, I don't understand the other side's argument completely, mm. right?
0: Which side? So
3: when when what?
0: What? Do you, which side?
3: The the pro life side, right? Whoever the the other side, they tried to overturn Roe v Wade, right? The other side, the conservative mm-hmm. side, whatever, right? I'm just saying I don't personally I don't really understand sometimes you know because when you don't understand the other side's argument you can't really like say like debate it I guess I guess personally why I try to I guess to have a very strong opinion about it Mm -hmm.
2: right Um, that's a good point in general and you know I think to not be too dismissive about it, I think the Mm -hmm. majority of like pro-lifers take the religious angle, almost all of them take the religious angle and they say, oh, you know, according to my religious beliefs, not that the Bible mentions this anywhere, but you know, they're like, according to my religious beliefs, this is a person killing them is you know, would be wrong. And like, that's fine to believe. There's people who think cows are sacred and don't Mm -hmm. eat them. That's great. Mm -hmm. But like, we don't ban steak, right? Mm -hmm. So like, if that is your religious belief, you know, follow it don't impose it on others
0: right and i without
2: referencing religion i don't think they have a
0: coherent argument at all yeah well i mean i well i was just gonna say like i mean yeah they'll argue life begins at conception or you know but and i mean i can even see like from the conservative side it's like okay like okay you know obviously there's like you know abortions for a variety of reasons like health reasons you know in the case of like rape or incest or something like really horrible But, like, you know, I mean, there are abortions in cases where it's like, oh, like, you know, this, like, this is an unwanted pregnancy, right? Like, that has progressed, you know, for however many weeks or whatever. And it's like, you know, I can even see, like, a conservative argument, like, oh, if you, if you aren't intervening here, like, if you aren't taking a, like, definitive, like, you know, like, if you don't have this procedure, this is going to be a life. Like, even if you don't argue, like, take the religion, like. You know, second sperm meets egg, like it's life now. Like, but you're, you're like, you are intervening in a way that like prevents a life from happening. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what like, so they're very dismissive of like the women who choose to have that happen. Like they act like it's like an easy decision and it often isn't. <laughs> You know, it's like, but it's a decision that may be, you know, the best, you know, for them, you know, financially or like wherever they are in life or, you know, there may be health concerns or whatever. So it's like, you know, it's like I can understand like the position like, oh, like if there's no intervention, there is a life here. But, you know, I mean, it's hard unless, yes, you're taking a religious argument to say it's a life now or, you know, when the procedure actually happens.
2: Yeah, and yeah, so like I hear stuff like that too, but like, and it's like technically, yeah, the fetus might continue to grow, but like having a baby doesn't just happen, right? Like women actually have to do a lot of intervention, or they're very likely to have either have their kid die anyway, or have like a sick, ill child, right? You got to go to the doctor appointments, you need to take your prenatal vitamins and all that other shit, right? Or you can't drink you're gonna have all sorts of problems with the kid right like even if they're alive they might be like fucked up which is like it's like a shit ton of time and money and effort to actually have a healthy kid you know come out the other end so it's very much not just like well don't worry about it you know it's not like you'll just go to the doctor for an hour and you know seven months and then it's fine right like it's not like that right
3: yeah and there's a lot of cost to it also i think impacts a lot of more like lower income people right
1: yeah uh-huh.
3: And you know, the other one, and then you create problems. Basically, people that you know, yeah, low income probably are very not in a very you know, uh, good family, you know. So, that means know, kid gonna grow up, you know, potentially, you know, have a higher chance of doing something like drugs and other stuff that you know, that may be harmful to uh, other people, right?
2: It's gonna limit the mom's opportunity, you know, to mm-hmm. maybe like a better career go to school or something if they have a kid they didn't want you know yeah it's just all sorts of prompt if they're from a poor family we're probably going to pay a bunch of welfare so it's going to cost the government a lot of money if you're a fiscal conservative this is a terrible idea like the <laughs> worst i mean if you really want to what what really pisses me off too it's like if you hate abortion why don't we just give out fucking birth control for free
3: on like <laughs> oh yeah I every going...
2: street corner constantly and like and not just pills be like We'll put the thing in your arm that goes for a few years right or whatever right like make this the most easily accessible thing in the country and say like if you don't want to have a kid you don't have to because i'm pretty sure but don't
1: no religions
3: acts... the religion the catholics they actually ban Birth control right <laughs> yeah, yeah a lot of the same people who don't want abortions
2: don't want like services like that giving out birth control or educating kids or things on it and it's like what are you even fucking doing like make up your goddamn mind like it's and then they don't want to and then they talk about these are the same people who often like literally the same people also be like well you know we spend too much on welfare and stuff and complain about that (laughs) it's like you're just not living in reality here like we could save so much money and limit abortions we just gave out birth control like crazy and they'll be like well i don't want to pay for it but it's like well you either unless you're okay with kids starving on the street you're going to be paying for something so like pay for an abortion pay for birth control or pay for the kids welfare like you got to pick one you know
3: just also, like li- welcome to reality also also pass gun control so you don't kill kids <laughs> actually <laughs> <Right now. Yeah. laughs> there's some yeah. people are saying also uh i think um uh, something i read in a book called uh free econ- economics free 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 economics or free economics or something like that yeah economics. yeah yeah yeah, yeah free economics and um, one of the case they talk about is like in the, you know i think in the 1990s or something they see a big drop in like crime right yeah uh, and then they try people, a lot of people try to figure out why and then they would i think the, the author is, is trying to say that, oh, it's, it's it trying to attribute to Roe v. Wade because of abortion, right, in the 80s, just past, people got a, a abortion. So, you know, you don't have like uh, broken families, people, you have less people that um, potentially uh, growing up in a bad family that have no, more tendency to commit crimes and stuff like that. So, so that's kind of almost another, another interesting point that uh, potentially.
2: So Yes, it is l- quite literally bad and more expensive for society to ban them. Mm. Well, and it, let's
3: say in 20 years or 18 years, if we have more crimes, <sighs> if we do, then it's already well,
0: skyrocketing. So I'm sure things will look great. Yeah.
3: Well, what's also interesting is,
2: well, we're, you know, another Supreme Court decision or two and I feel like the gap between red and blue states is going to be like so enormous they're going to be like entirely different countries right Mm. like how is this how are we going to function right when it's entirely different worlds and what I imagine is a lot of these decisions they're probably going to hurt the red states the most and it's going to be interesting to see uh, you know Mm. how these states which are often already the ones who are worse off on you know every metric you know how they deal with that I assume they'll find something else to scapegoat and blame, but
1: mm.
0: uh, well, I, don't, I mean it's just it just annoys me. It's like we should be focusing on fucking curing ca- like I mean we have effective treatments for cancer if we focused on like pipe, uh, like streamlining you know development uh, like you know sharing of patient data and sharing of like you know knowledge like we could like actually do something good there like if we. If we focused on getting these pipelines built, I could get my fucking Amazon shirts delivered in 30 seconds. And Man, we're Atlas focusing Carbon. on th- something from, like, 1980-something. And it's like, just leave me alone. Let me build my pipes and get my
2: shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have my lab-grown diamonds piped to me 30 yeah, minutes after I order, all right?
0: That's all right. I, yeah, that's all right. I mean, I want to be a consumer, and I want to live longer, and... I don't care what people want to do with, you know, with respect to their own lives.
2: You know, I don't want to be too partisan sounding here, but when was the last fucking time the Republican Party talked about doing something useful and not just fighting Democrats or overturning shit that's already settled? When was the last serious policy proposal from the party? I can't remember one.
3: Like, Wait, what's going on? I thought you guys were a pro-Republican. What's going on? What are you talking about?
2: (laughs) Like...
3: You know, you go... you, you loved Trump back in the day, remember when we had the discussion? <laughs> what's going on? He said some funny
2: stuff, which you know, I don't want to necessarily say I found funny in like a public recording, but he was funny at times. I'll admit that. We admitted that. But
3: I was I was super liberal back in the day. You guys just turned me into a conservative.
2: Oh yeah. Is More that happened?
3: <laughs> yeah. We kind of flip.
0: I mean, I've always been just very much on the side of like, people do what they want. I mean, I'll still say like, I, I like money. So, but uh, you know, I mean, I like, I'm willing to, if my taxes go to something good, then that's good. But if mm-hmm. my taxes go to, like, if my taxes just go to like, w- like war or other countries, I'm less excited about that. But mm. <laughs> I mean,
2: I call, my, I call myself a liberal, but in like the liberalism mm. political philosophy sense, right? Not like liberals are the more left people that mm. they use it on Fox News, right? So I'm like super pro-capitalist, probably moderate in a lot of things. But the Republican Party has been a joke the last like six, seven years. Like it's honestly, they have been, right? Like if you go back far enough, Republicans did, even if you don't agree with them on everything, they did at least try stuff or were comprehend- you know sometimes reasonable the recent republican parties most of them have been a joke or a lot of them i don't know well i, I mean this the- is
0: also like the religious f- faction of the republic or for the most part this is going to be like more of like a fundamentalist religion faction making these types of decisions and it's like it's stupid like i mean it's just like like i mean it's like i i fully support people who want to be religious but it's like you cannot force like oh i don't like the idea of abortion because of my religion you should you can't you know like you know you can't have abortions because i don't like it it's like it's you silly. know to be
2: honest though this is all really idealized because there's a lot of places you can't buy alcohol on sunday or at all dry counties exist whoa 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 you're not that aware of this strong.
3: It's so restrictive when you yeah, protest that.
2: So, I mean, and if we go back 50 plus years, you'll, and just keep going back, you'll actually see people just applied religion to shit all the time. And we just sort of ignore that. So, you know, yeah. but yeah, I, thought ideally, religion, yes. I
3: thought religion and Thomas well need to be separate. <laughs> In, you know, was New, a,
2: I thought Thomas Jefferson wrote that at some point, but, uh, that's not <laughs> how it's been for most of the country's history. Uh, it's still not how it is exactly. So it's really annoying too. that Cause like, I think in Alabama, there is a place where it's like, you could only buy alcohol on Sunday after 12, which isn't like the Mm. worst, but you go to the grocery store and you're checking out at 1145 and you're trying to buy a bottle of wine, you know, your favorite Walmart wine to have later. Mm. And they're like, you can't buy that now. It's just like, am I supposed to like sit here? I wasn't even looking at the time. Like this is so stupid, right?
3: That's a very specific example. If, uh, specific, in a way. Is, this is not an example this is a, <laughs> yeah, an if there an was a priest in the store
0: if there was a priest in the store could he bless it and you'd be like now it's jesus's blood can i buy it
2: <laughs> are these rules laws discriminatory against
0: catholics that's a good point uh, now that i think about it they should consider suing uh, no and no, i i that like in Massachusetts they used to have like what they call I think the blue laws and it was very like it was the same idea like on Sundays you can't buy liquor or like certain places need to close at certain times on Sundays yeah mm-hmm. but but the world seemed to be moving away from that but maybe maybe we're well, moving back
2: yeah there's always two ways to frame it like either are we like <laughs> I'll say regressing uh you know, back, or is it like that sort of like, you know, like dying not dying breath, what's the term? You know, like, you know, animal in a corner fights back harder, right? Like is it like mm. the vestiges of this people who believe this way realize like society's just like moving on and they're like fighting their hardest? But even right. if that's true and society trends as people you know, as the boomers die and Gen Z become like a thing, right? Even if the trends of society goes, they still got the Supreme Court pretty locked down. So that's gonna be a bitch for a couple decades. So
1: mm.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I guess ideally, hopefully it's sort of like, I think what was the latter statement there that basically like, this is like the last slash at like people trying to like come back at, uh, you know, like, Oh, we're going to push it back. And then society pretty much as a whole is like, no, you're not. And like, you know, it pretty quickly reverses and continues on a better course.
2: Well, stepping away from, you know, the issues themselves to talk about like the political races, right? Most people are like, oh, the Democrats are going to be heading into a tough midterm, probably a tough 2024 election. That's all thrown up in the air, right? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be enough for people to be like, we need to vote, you know, more than a 50, 50 Senate with Joe Manchin as one of the Democrats. Mm. So like, do we need to give like them enough to say, overturn the filibuster? And once they've done that, they could actually, you know, pass a law mandating the legalization of abortion right legislate it rather than using the court right Mm. that's something could happen it's never going to happen now because well some of the democrats there might be a democrat who'd block it themselves and certainly the republicans would filibuster it forever so you'd basically have to get rid of the filibuster first but yeah I don't know maybe no I
0: just I'm basically just sick of it Uh, Hmm. uh, like i just want people to like not like i want people to be more apathetic
3: Mm. (laughs) coming from mike
2: the heck he wants the people who he doesn't like what they're trying to do
0: to be more apathetic (laughs) Uh, well i mean that's basically like i mean there's just important things that could happen like Mm. piping material goods (laughs) into our homes Curing disease, <laughs> extending lifespan. I mean, that's all important. Yeah, I mean, putting on good entertainment. I mean, all <laughs> of this is important stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. people should care about that. But it's, like,
1: mm.
0: when it comes to, like, meddling in other people's lives, it's, like, why, like, how do you have the energy for that? Because <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of time. Uh, I wish I had that time. So.
2: I don't know man some people know gotta look for something to give them purpose
0: I guess that's true
2: I mean there's the people who uh, you know rant that the world is flat and it's a conspiracy right they just feel the need to have something to fight against Mm -hmm. and haven't directed that towards something useful or real
3: actually speaking of that the world is flat that's the real thing
2: uh, is this your? If you look at it from a small enough spot, or whatever? exactly, I mean, it, uh, all right, yeah, we're gonna see not, you guys. Next actually, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> actually, no. Earth is rounded. It doesn't. The model of the rounded Earth actually doesn't help us in everyday life. The model, it does. Of the fa-
2: <laughs> it does. You know how many? How off for a long time I was daily calling people in other countries. Not daily. Every week I was calling people in every yeah. other countries. Time zones are a thing because the Earth is a globe. Okay. So that was
0: a necessary part of my life. True, true. Uh, and as someone who flies, Shu, I think
3: flight paths use that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying when you're walking out, you know, walking around, it doesn't really affect you much most of the time. Mm, I, I guess
0: that's true. If, if we all just lived in like city states that were in like pretty immediate areas, we wouldn't even exactly. know that the Earth is around. Earth is flat. Or the earth. And somehow
2: is, yeah. the sun just goes under it when it sets and turns into night. Haven't heard the explanation of that one yet, but.
0: Well, that's <laughs> because there's the whatever the sun god is, like Ra or whatever. He carries the sun <laughs> up to oh, the sky. Are flat earthers following
2: Egyptian mythology? <laughs> yeah, I that's right. <laughs> <sighs> uh, all all right.
1: right.
2: All right. All right. So, it, anyway, high... if anyone listeners were like, man, shoo hates abortion rights but a terrible person no he just loves to play devil's advocate way too much and will argue that the <laughs> earth is flat so he's not yeah. a terrible person maybe <laughs> and that, maybe maybe not but Good point. I'm, not, I'm not convinced he's against abortion rights and just more mm-hmm. so that he just loves to argue with us uh,
3: no. yeah because you, uh, you guys are supposed to be pro-life I suppose and the other one I, <laughs> I think it's better you got to flip so so Ugh. In the dark side. Yes. Yes. Oh, speaking of dark side, are you are you guys watching Kenobi? I'm not. Never mind. There's no oh. nothing to talk about.
0: <laughs> I'm bad with TV.
3: Mm, that's good. That's good. Well, no,
0: it doesn't. At the Improv this weekend, they asked me about, uh, or I had to do a scene in the style of Stranger, Th- or a news story in the style of Stranger Things, and I didn't know what to say. So,
2: oh, you haven't watched it yet? The new season's really good. Oh uh, really? Yeah. I had, I had no idea what was it was about. <laughs> oh my god, both of you guys <laughs> watch. So like the the I think what's going to be the very end, they're going to release in like the first week of July or whatever. They're going to like release. I don't know if they're doing all the episodes or just the first, but it's like I'm pretty sure this will be the end of the whole show. Y'all should just watch the show. It's a very it's a good show. Uh,
3: I don't have Netflix.
2: Uh bro, you have I the internet. That. We're talking on it. Pirate it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like get over it.
3: All right, all right. <laughs>
1: all
2: right. Or Box ask for church. Mike's account and password, right? You can share some screens,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we want to cover before ending this recording?
3: No. I think we're good. Killed out flop.